Are you stuck in a cycle of guilt? Are you constantly thinking, if I did X or Y differently, my kid wouldn't be experiencing this red and itchy condition? It's an easy and tempting rabbit hole to go down. Trust me, I know. And sometimes that cycle is wrapped around parenting struggles that I know we all go through throughout the day and they just leave you feeling like you're not doing it right. And maybe for you, it's struggles surrounding screen time or healthy eating or bedtime or sugary snacks or personal hygiene or taking care of their skin or homework or sibling rivalries. I don't know. I could keep going on for a really long time on all the power struggles that I am doing my best not to engage in every day. And I'm sure you could too. But you know you're wrapped in the guilt cycle if you give in to something you know is not serving their best interest or if you engage in a behavior like yelling and you know that that's not serving their nervous systems. You know, you know you're in it. You know you're in a guilt cycle when you feel bad about whatever took place uh, immediately after or when your head hits the pillow. And we all know that this ride on the struggle bus would be a lot shorter if we were just to patiently and empathetically stand our ground, knowing in most of these situations what's right for our sweet babes. Like, yes, for broccoli, no, for sweetest fish, for instance. Like, most of the stuff is, is pretty black and white. Like, we know. And they know, too. But the problem is, my kids and your kids, they're autonomous, loud, button pushers and the threat of my kids screaming or begging or whining is sometimes enough to dissolve my will and I give in and I think most mere mortal parents do the same because I want to make them happy and sometimes I am very very tired and I have three girls it gets really really loud like we were at a swim meet this summer and it's swim meets are extremely loud events i Sure, you can imagine if you haven't been there and there were a couple of my friends who have only children and they needed to come equipped for their child to function to compete in the swim meet. They had to bring noise canceling headphones and like a sleeping bag so they can cancel the noise and and the light stimulation or whatever. I mean, it's just it was too much for them to handle. And for me, I had to smile a little bit. It's like, oh, my goodness, this is just feels like pretty par for the course as far as the volume level of our house. But sorry, I digress. But the point is, I just, I don't want this fear, the fear of hurting your kid to get in the way of healing your kid. And if you're afraid to introduce new foods or change up the menu because you're afraid of your child's wrath or afraid of diminishing your connection with your kid, you know, I don't, I don't want that to be the case. So I'm here to offer up some words of encouragement and a battle time strategy. I've talked about Janet Lansbury of the Unruffled podcast in the past, and I really like her positive parenting approach. So I've extrapolated a few of her useful connection strategies to our delicate, unique situations in healing our uncomfortable children. So let's dig in. Hey mama, welcome to the Excellent Kids podcast. Do you want your baby to actually have baby soft skin? Are you literally up all night caring for your itchy, miserable kid? Are you hoping to give your child a life free of disruptive skin symptoms without pharmaceuticals? Hi, I'm Andra. I was also a mom of a toddler and a baby struggling with severe eczema. I too felt helpless because I couldn't figure out how to get rid of my children's eczema and wished I could take the misery out of their bodies. 
Every day I questioned, is what I'm doing actually making a difference? I wondered, would I ever be able to go to the pool with my kids, take family photos, or eat outside the home without an eczema flare? Through diet and natural time-honored solutions, combined with endless hours of research and experimenting, I eliminated eczema from our lives. When you tune into this podcast, you will find itchy kid remedies, diet and nutrition advice, and healthy kid hacks to help lessen your workload and lighten your family home. Grab your egg-free snack and let's get on with healing our kids. Friends, if you're ready to get rid of your kids' eczema and reduce their systemic inflammation and improve their overall health, then now is the time to jump into the Clear Skin Kids group coaching course. Guys, the holidays are coming. It's going to hit you like a freight train. Like, let's get ahead of this. I'm going to show you how to sustainably reduce inflammation, improve your child's symptoms, create a toxin-free environment, identify the root cause of your kids' skin condition so you can stop the itch scratch cycle and heal your kid from the inside out. I want you all to sleep through the night. I want your kid to feel like they could just be a kid. So head over to eczemakids.com slash work with me now. You can get started for $87, guys. It's less than two jars of the one ounce cream that you're considering buying or you already have. Let's get rid of this for good. Eczemakids.com slash work with me and I'll see you there. All right. We're talking about getting out of these guilt cycles that play out in our heads each and every day. And you know you're in one when you know you need to make some different parenting choices and when you're choosing what's easiest over what's best for your kid. And you know it needs to change if it gnaws at you at night or right after the exchange. And so definitely I'm into choosing ease and flow as often as you can. I'm always a proponent of that. It's not harder equals better at all. But when you know the right thing to do, but you aren't feeling like the drive or the energy to consistently do better, I've got some strategies that might help you through. So I told you I'm going to take a few of Janet Lansbury's of the Unruffled podcast, some of her strategies, and then apply them to the situation that you are likely playing out at home. So if something is going on at your house, like maybe too much screen time, maybe your kids are allowed screen time every day. I don't know. Janet would suggest to first let go. Like let go of what you have been doing. So don't beat yourself up about it. Like you can't change the past, but moving forward, you can change. And then think about the change you do want to make and reframe it so it doesn't feel like a punishment and remind yourself that you're doing the most loving thing you can for them. So like in this screen time example, if, if you're seeing that they are getting screen time every day and every day it's just not feeling great, it's hard to turn it off and you feel like they're addicted to it and it's just this whole icky feeling situation, just remind yourself, cutting back on that, it's not a punishment for them or you. <laughs> remind yourself, you are doing the most loving thing you can. You, which is, in this example, protecting their, their minds so that they can grow and think autonomously and engage in imaginary play and all the wonderful things that kids do. She says to make changes like this by presenting them first to your kid, like with this, we're on the same team type of attitude and language, because you are. So with the screen time example, You could tell them, well, we used to watch TV after school every day, but now we're going to only watch TV on weekend evenings, for example. That's our role. You know, you could could further say, like, we're changing this because we love you, and it's our job to keep your mind and body healthy and happy. 
And then she says, you acknowledge the bad feelings, which that's where we all feel uncomfortable. And that's where a lot of us abort, right? (laughs) So you can narrate what's happening and say things like, oh boy, you're really upset about this, huh? But it's this, it's this, it's not being okay with the meltdowns. This is where kids get stuck eating only a handful of things, or this is how screen time gets a little out of control because they're too obnoxious to be around, you know, when the screen isn't on. And this is how, you know, it's a slippery slope. So you just be there. Know that there's no right thing to say or do, which for me is comforting. You're just interacting with them with respect and honesty, and that'll end up bringing you guys closer. They will trust you more when you can stand strong as their compassionate and kind leader. So that's the battle time strategy. Any type of change that you are proposing, like, oh, hey, we're going to eat vegetables at dinner or or less screen time. We're going to have one sugar event a day or, you know, whatever it is. It's what you do. First, you just acknowledge to yourself, dang, I've been doing this wrong or not how I want to do it. Not wrong. Sorry. Just not how you want to do it. But let go because you can't change the past. Think about the change you want to make and know it's within their best interest that you're doing this because you love them. It's not a punishment. Present the change to your kid with a we're on the same team type of language and then acknowledge their bad feelings. And then lastly, hold strong. Hold strong. So I would talk to your spouse before implementing a big change. If it is a big change, if it's a little thing, you know, even then it sometimes it feels like a big thing. And sometimes then I, I talk to my husband about my <laughs> idealistic changes. And sometimes he tells me if that's not realistic or if, you know, that's something that he can stand behind. So that's, that's always helpful. And then when you're in bed that evening, even if you proposed a change and it went really, really horribly, you know, if you propose like one sugar event a day or, or we walk or bike to wherever instead of drive or, you know, no toothbrushing equates to no treats or we don't buy stuff with food coloring or hydrogenated oils or TV is for the weekend nights only. I mean, whatever you're enforcing that maybe you didn't enforce in the past that you want to change now in efforts to serve their healing and health and happiness and IQ and connection with you, just assess how you did. And if you didn't fare so well for your own personal standards, just resolve to do better the next day. That's all we can do. I hope this helps. I need a battle time strategy because when I'm in it and it's so loud, when it's ear piercing loud, sometimes, you know, it's hard to think straight. And when we're in it, when we're in the trenches, I just, I just need a reminder and a clear plan. So at least we're all in it together. So come on over to the Facebook group to share or ask anything surrounding your child's eczema, you know, eczema safe cooking or cleaning or if you just need a virtual hug from people who get it we are here for you and if you could be so kind as to leave a five-star review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen it would seriously just make my month it means so much to me and it truly helps other parents know that they have choices when it comes to this condition because you know when you first present to the pediatrician sometimes it feels like it doesn't and that's why i'm doing this it's the bigger reason I think that we're all going through this is that, you know, we're a part of this bigger change and we're standing up for our kids together. So I commend all your efforts. You guys are my heroes. Take care. You are doing amazing.